How many times do you think of the dangers that are present when you have strong loyalty as a leader? That's a loaded topic, and I hope that I can serve you well by adding a little bit more clarity to why you should look at both sides of the coin when it comes to loyalty. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. Well, before we get started on this topic, I thought one of the most important things to say here is that loyalty is super valuable. It adds a lot of productivity to a workplace if you can create it. Uh, and in in most cases, it's it's a great thing to have. It's an excellent part of a healthy organization. And that loyalty can go as far as having loyalty to somebody to the point where you're willing to tell them. I think this is actually the highest level of loyalty is when you're willing to tell somebody something that they're so passionate about um, and you see the train wreck ahead and you're willing to tell them at a cost of maybe even the relationship, but uh, your perspective, even if it doesn't align with theirs, and you know that you're willing to give up that relationship as long as it's for the good of that person, that is a long ways down that loyalty path. Uh, And I think it's, I think it's underrated. So before I start diving into the dangers of loyalty, I just wanted to say that for the most part, loyalty is incredibly important for the success of an organization. You want to build loyalty. And uh, one of the quotes that I say in my job, I find myself saying this more and more, is, uh, and I have people reach out to me all the time and they're like, oh, I'll be like, I've got your back. And I was like, no. You don't have my back. You have the, you know, as a leader of an organization, please make sure to do what is right for the organization. And you can have my back as long as I'm doing what's right for the organization. And as long as I'm upholding my values. Uh, So instead of just having my back, I'd like you to have my front and the sides and my back by making sure that what I'm doing and the impact that I'm making carries forward and that we're thinking about doing right over being right. Now, let's think about this on the other side. So one is doing right before being right. And that means you're focused on solutions. You are not focused on people. You are not focused on um, yourself. You are focused on doing whatever it takes to make the next right move for the organization. That is so important. And think about all of the issues we've seen in this world everywhere. How many people could have single-handedly avoided a lot of those issues by being focused on doing right over being right? I like. There's a laundry list, and I love world history, so the more I dive into world history, the more I realize there must have been a few people in that room that knew that this was a bad decision but didn't speak up. And that's the kind of loyalty that I, I do. And it's not loyalty towards the company. It's, it's loyalty towards doing the right thing, being honest, upholding integrity, 
the values that'll transpire long, like they'll they'll be around long before, um, or, or and after any organization, any organization's mission, vision, values, any of those aspects. You know, uh, upholding those values is incredibly important, and I've said this to my staff all the time. Uh, I, I've I've built quite a bit of loyalty. Um, and, and I believe I've deserved it because I don't abuse my, the power that's given through that loyalty. And I also think I use it to make sure that people are willing to tell me the honest answer all the time. And I would encourage anybody to do that because one is uh, short-term uh, pain. Having a friend call you out in a room that tells you that you made the wrong decision or you're going to make the wrong decision, even if it makes you really upset, that is true loyalty. But I'd rather that happen in a room and you get to turn the ship a little bit before everyone sees it on the in the boardroom or uh, publicly when your program tanks or whatever happens. I would rather somebody call me out at that time. So I push loyalty that far. I've always done that. But now let's flip on the opposite side. And I'm talking about the dangers of loyalty as a leader especially a leader with, uh, I don't know if you've gone through Strength Finder, but I, I will definitely touch base on this at one point. But somebody with the strength of woo, which is kind of, I guess you'd say charisma, the ability to win people over. Uh, and then the other one, which is command, which is the ability to kind of take over, especially when you need to. I do not have woo. Uh, I, I definitely do have command. Um, and I use it sometimes. I try not to as much as I can. Anyways, so let's think you are in a room, you have a lot of charisma, or you've got a lot of command, and you've got a lot of loyalty. And as a leader, it's excellent to have loyalty towards your staff, to trust them. And remember, go back to that episode, but I think it's trust but verify or um, and it's a rule that I've always applied to. You can trust everybody, but always be willing to look in the closet and, and able to look in the closet and look under the carpet and make sure there's nothing else going on. Uh, cause that sure as heck hurts a lot when, when you didn't and you miss something and then it finally blows up uh, with somebody that you trusted. So, um, now let's, let's think about this concept when it comes to how it affects you as a leader making decisions with your staff. This is where I think it can become very dangerous. What happens, and I've seen this happen with several loyal, very loyal people, is uh, is they are so loyal and so charismatic or uh, loyalty, I believe, builds uh, up an environment where people are willing to try things because you're loyal to them. Like if you believe someone can land on the moon and everyone believes they're going to try. Right. And as a leader, they're really listening to you. So you got to be careful what you promise or what you say they can achieve. Uh, those little words sometimes will stick and it'll can really hurt somebody. But if you were to think about how loyalty can affect you negatively, uh, I think the biggest one is if you don't project an accurate future and you're not leveraging people for the right things because you're loyal to them. Here's a, here's a, I'll, I'll try and give you a few scenarios. I can't give you examples on this one. Uh, but if here's a good scenario is 
Let's say you have somebody that is incredibly good at math. Let's just say they're incredibly good at math. And every time you've asked them on this math problem, they always deliver. They over deliver. They come back with a spreadsheet and it breaks it down so much that, you know, you'll never have to, you'll, you'll never have to worry about that math issue. I'm really simplifying a business, but you'll never have to worry about that math issue every time you throw it to them. So they're confident and you're like, man, you can conquer the world. You're so good. What, what you did, did you see what you just missed there? And I've done this a lot is you didn't say, man, you're really good at math. Saying, man, you're really good and supporting that guy to, to do more of good is too broad. Same with apologies, but compliments need to be very specific. Man, you achieved this goal on time and you over-delivered excellent work. But if you go and just say, man, you're really good and you're a loyal person, what'll happen is you, by default, will say, hey, we've got a, a science problem over. Let's pick up like a very opposite. Let's say... We have an arts problem over here, which usually math and arts don't line up in the same way unless you're a mathematician and you think your work is an art. And I'm not a mathematician, but I understand that. Anyways, uh, so let's say you have an art problem and you're really loyal to this person because they've always delivered on a math problem. So then you give them the art. And you say, oh, I know, I, you know, you've been telling them the whole time that they're really good, this, this guy, you've told them that he's really good, and now you've given him an art problem. And what if he fails? How crushed do you think everybody will be in the room? It's an absolutely crushing thing to experience when you go and give somebody that you've given loyalty a problem that they have never proven to deliver. And this is the trick to loyalty. You want loyalty, but you want to be loyal at the things that you need to be loyal at. You always want to be specific as a leader. And I'm not talking as a friend. Friend loyalty is quite different. But as a leader, you need to be able to say, you know what? I'm loyal to my whole team. And I'm going to be very complimentary to my team, but very specific. And I'm going to be very cautious on my compliments and very, very cautious on what new things I'm going to let that person try. Because as a loyal person with command or charisma or woo or however you want to describe it, you can convince people to do anything, but you want to convince them to do something that they will succeed at because that will build more loyalty. And you want to do really well at whatever you're asking them to do. So what you need to do is take a step back every time if you have a high degree of loyalty, take a step back and think about where that person has accurately delivered every time. Think about the compliments you're giving them and be very specific at what their strengths are. And then make sure when you give them that opportunity that you're giving them ones that they can try and and, uh, and you, you're pretty sure they align with the strengths that that person has. You're not giving them things that are opposed just because you're being loyal. Does this kind of make sense? I'm hoping, I, I feel like I'm losing a little bit at the end here, but your goal is to make sure 
that although you're loyal, you're loyal to the person, you're willing to be the tough loyalty kind and tell them that, you know, I, I am loyal to you on this math problem and I'm going to give you an English problem, but I don't have the same expectations. Like I, I believe in you as a person, but I don't know if it's fair if I have the same expectations for this problem. By doing this, what happens is you you will build a team around you where you are very specific and you are attuned to their strengths and you are leveraging them. And anyone thinks that they don't have strengths or weaknesses, like personality tests can get you very lost because people's personalities can change depending on circumstances, but real strengths, they don't change. If someone's very good at math, they will often be very good for a long time. Uh, unless something happens traumatic, but they will be very good at math. What you want is you want to be loyal to your whole team as a whole, willing to tell them the tough stuff, and then also very clear on your compliments, on directing them, as well as on giving them new opportunities. Because the worst thing to do is to bring a real loyal person into a room that they're not comfortable with, but because you're loyal, you think, oh, they're a good person. I'm going to I'm going to convince them to change what their strengths are. That doesn't happen. And by learning how to do this better, you can build a team around you that are very strong. Very 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 strong and very confident. And then you get to hand entire problems over to people and let them run with them to completion with just a couple check-ins. And trust that the results will be excellent. That will make your life a lot easier. And that's an awful lot better than trusting one person with things that don't align with their strengths. So as you move forward, think about the relationships you have and the people that are your closest friends. And think about whether your loyalty to them is going to cause a misplacement of trust in their skills. And avoid it. Be very, very clear when you're giving them new challenges that you're not sure. Like you've, you're really good at math, but we'll see how you do on this. And I, I got your back. Like I'm very aware that this might not work, but I'm going to trust you and we're going to try our best for the first time. But on the stuff that you're really good at, we're going to trust you completely. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.